dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this episode, we are bringing the drama. Welcome to Beauty and the Ghee, the podcast about jujitsu and so much more. I'm Jen Eads, a blue belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu black belt obsessed with jujitsu. And we've got some drama to we talk do. about this week. But first, why is this podcast different than the ones before? Okay. Well, we are trying something brand new here at Beauty and the Ghee. Uh, we are trying to do some video. So <laughs> there may or may not be the full video of this episode, <laughs> or we might just make little snippets out of it. We're yeah. going gonna to see how motivated I am when it comes to editing Excellent. and how it sounds, because this is the first first time through. So we'll, we're going to see how this goes. Yeah. I got to tell everyone, like I put on mascara for this mm -hmm. and earrings, but they're studs. So you can't see them under my phone. <laughs> 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 oh, I tried. <laughs> and I put on a hat because we are recording right after class and I, you know, jujitsu hair, man. Jujitsu hair. Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. you want to see? <laughs> Woo! Perfect. Perfect, isn't it? Just like a rock star. That's right. Also wearing earrings. Oh, also wearing earrings. <laughs> yes. Yes. And my super cool Emily Kwok shirt. Because yeah. I feel like we have to tell people what we're wearing if they are just listening That's true. to the so audio you can, you version. You can visualize us. Right. I'm wearing my uh, role model tank top, the tie-dye one. Yeah. And I did hit my mic when I... <laughs> my bad. So I'm just going to encourage everyone to visit the YouTube channel for Beauty and the Ghee and subscribe if you have not already. Okay, let's get into the drama. Bring the drama. Yeah. No, we wanted to just kind of talk about like how to handle drama yes. at your gym. And this came from a couple different listener questions. I like the one we can do a mashup. I know. It's good. Yeah, it's good because it's like, okay, this is a problem for a lot of people. So mm -hmm. how can we help? And uh, I will tell you, you know, like we, I started our women's team in 2013. So I've had 10 years and, you know, sometimes you look back at pictures and you go, man, like almost no one from that picture even still trains, whether it's wow. with us or not. Right. Uh -huh. So from the coach's standpoint, first, I want to just say it's always going to ebb and flow. You're, you know, you may be around forever, but people are going to come and go. And that's really, really one of the hardest parts about being a coach. Mm-hmm is the loss. You know, yeah. like it really is hard. Sometimes it's for the best though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's for the best. <laughs> and sometimes you don't recognize it, right? Like sometimes when someone leaves, you're really sad at first. And mm -hmm. then you realize that the team does better now that that person's uh -huh. gone because they yeah. were drama. Um, and it's hard to recognize that drama sometimes when you're in the midst of it. But this kind of came, you know, like I said, we had a couple different listener questions one lady in particular was talking like they used to have a really big team. They went to outings all the time together. And, you know, in the past year or so, there's just been a lot of drama and she feels like their, their women's team is crumbling mm -hmm. and, you know, just how to handle that, how to bring people back together. What are your thoughts from the student aspect of like how to handle the drama? Like when you hear it in the locker room or, see people posting or anything like that? For me, for the most part, I just try to stay out of it because it really, like I hang out, I come to stuff, but I'm also, I feel like I'm further away. So maybe I don't come to as much stuff. 
so I'm not around it to really impact my social life as much. Right. So I think if it if it were different and I was like here all the time and then, you know, was hanging out with everybody all the time, then I think I would probably feel different and I might be right there in the middle of it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I also feel like I've seen enough drama that I just try to stay out of it and, you know, let people are going to do what they're going to do and they're going to make the poor decisions that they're going to make. And I will always try to be supportive as a teammate, but I'm not getting mixed up in the middle of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think we kind of come from a little bit different perspective, not from each other, but from a lot of our audience because we're older. Right. So we don't have the inkling as much to participate in the drama. I think, well, and that you just said it, we choose, it's a conscious choice not to participate because we don't have to. And as the coach, it can be hard for me to even sometimes know what's going on because people don't want to come to me about it. Right. Um, So then I can't address it either if it needs addressed. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, and then there, there, you know, have been times where, I guess I'm the center of that drama, you know, like, um, it's me. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. And I, I don't mean that like I'm causing drama, mm-hmm. but, or not, you know, not purposefully, you know, like even just, you know, a couple of years ago when everything happened with my divorce and everything, like there were definitely people that chose sides, yeah. which is inevitable. But so it felt like I was the cause of the drama, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so then you kind of have to recognize, like, you're doing what's best for you. People are going to make their decisions about you. And we, one of the girl live events we went to, they gave us, like, string, and we put it around our feet. And basically, we were like, unless I'm inside this circle that barely fits around my feet, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, anything outside the circle is none of my business. Like, what people think about me and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so it, you just kind of have to know that, like, you're on the right path or whatever, um, and people are going to make decisions about you. And you don't always have to participate in that. So from that side of it, like, you don't have to engage. Yeah. Whether whether it's people gossiping in the locker room or it's something, you know, against you. Like, you, you don't have to engage. No. Which is a lot of times easier said than done. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, you can always go to your coach if you're feeling like, I mean, honestly, like, if you're feeling like you're being bullied. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that happens. Yeah. You know, like... Sometimes a handful of girls decide they don't like one of the girls on the team, maybe because of outside drama, you know, dating or something like that, maybe because of promotions or they feel like that's the coach's favorite or, you know, like anything like that. And so they kind of gang up on one of the members or whatever. And so, you know, going to your coach and having a conversation is always a good idea. Yeah, I think so. What if... Your coach is part of the, I mean, what if if they are part of the problem? Yeah, gross. (laughs) But you're right. You know, like sometimes, sometimes that can happen. You know, whether it's a blue belt leading the class or a black belt leading the class, it doesn't matter. It's still a human Mm -hmm. and human people make human mistakes. Um, And so if it is the coach that's a problem, you have a couple options. One, is that the overall coach, right? Like for me, if someone had a problem with me, Mm -hmm. I'm the head coach of the gym and one of the women's instructors. So, you know, you'd have to go to my wife, really. Like, (laughs) 
Which I'm sure that would be fun. Exactly. Right. So that's, that's, yeah, that's I feel tough. really comfortable. Exactly. Right. That would be tough. But also like, I'm not the drama. I'm not the one right. picking fights, but just as right. an example. And also I would, he I would tell me, on you. Absolutely. Tell, I would go tell Risser. <laughs> as you should. Uh, AJ's picking on me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so is there a coach above them that mm-hmm. you can go to? And I'm not, I'm not saying like tattletale, like that's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying go with your concerns because that kind of drama and all of that is a cancer in your gym mm-hmm. and it will destroy your women's team and potentially your whole team, you know? So if you can go to a coach above them, do. If they are like the head coach, you try to talk to them. If you don't see that they're approachable or willing to make any changes, you probably have to find a different gym. Yeah. What makes you as a coach most receptive to somebody that wants to have that conversation? Yeah. How how should they approach it? In general, like just talking to me, you know, like, hey, can I talk to you after class? Or, you know, can I come in a little early and talk to you? Anything like that? Like, I'm going to sit down with you. It's the same with whether you want a promotion you feel like you deserve or, you know, you have a problem with another student or if you have a problem with me or how I teach or anything like that. I don't think I say anything off-putting, but if I said something off-putting in class, you know, like, I'd want you to come up to me because I always want to get better. I always want to improve. So if I'm doing anything that made someone uncomfortable, I would just want them to be like, hey, do you mind, you know, can we have a little conversation? But don't come at it with like aggression. Mm -hmm. I I hate that. I hate it. Um, You know, like don't come at me like yelling at me or anything like that. I'm not the peacekeeper. I'm not the nine. (laughs) But I still, you know, like I, I... that's not helpful. That's not conducive to a good conversation, you know, or even just emailing. And if you email, just be like, Hey, this is not meant to be confrontational, but I need you to know I'm having these problems. And that way, if you know, you get it all written out, it's easier for you to like say what you want to say. And then those problems can be addressed. Exactly. So I think conversation is a big part of it. Another listener was talking about you know, they take pictures after classes and stuff like that and like feeling like um, they're choosing sides based on pictures uh-huh. and not because they are choosing sides of drama, but just because that's who is in class. So that's who you're taking pictures with. Yeah. And that basically like men don't get that kind of judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a man that's a black belt or whatever that is teaching isn't going to be like, oh, well, they like John better than me or, you know, like uh-huh. they're taking Sam's side or, you know, like anything yeah. like that. Um, but that does happen for women and it sucks. I think we do a lot of work at camp to talk mm-hmm. about how we're in this together and uh-huh. we're all going through different struggles and recognizing whatever other people's struggles are. And I think the the key point is communication. Always. It always comes back to it that. It really does. It mm-hmm. really does. So some of the advice that I kind of given, you know, like love everyone where they are. Yeah. You know, teach the same great class, whether it's one person or 20. Mm-hmm. And still do the things you're going to do. Like if you're taking pictures after class, do it. Don't feel like, ooh, I don't want my picture with this one because, you know, mm-hmm. they, I know they're the cause of the drama. The next thing about that is, be willing to fire students or coaches or whatever that is. If you have a person in your gym that is realistically a cancer, they have to go. And that sucks. 
I, I mean, I've had students that I've fired that I've been like, Psh, peace out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy to see you go. Um, you know, there's been a couple of bad apples that you're like, you can't stay. And it's mm-hmm. very obvious you can't stay. But it's the ones that, you know, are more integrated or, you know, whatever that um, are, are causing issues. And you know, if I get rid of this person, a couple might follow, mm-hmm. you know, like, but you also know if this person sticks around, are they going to be the demise of your team? Right. And I won't let anybody be that person. No. So I think a lot of it too, like just going back to what you said about communication in the past, like not jujitsu related, but in other times when there's been drama in my life, uh, I can make up stories in my head Yeah, that, you know, if I, and it's always a hundred times worse. It's like Stephen King just takes over. And if I would have just initially had the conversation early before it started to feel like things were starting to spiral and I was making up stories and making them worse, then why didn't I just have that conversation? Because I think the conversation is never going to be as scary yeah. as yeah. the story in my head. Your head, yep. And I think if you can get clear on what those, like, what do you want from this relationship? How do, how do you want it to look? And I think if you can go in with that and that intention and trying to get to that place rather than, you know, I'm just going to get around on somebody else and then drama, drama, drama. Right. I just feel like we're all too old for it, even though, like, (laughs) you know, like we're obviously, you know, a little older, but reality, you know, like even the 20 somethings, I'm like, you're too old for this drama. This isn't junior high. Like, yeah, just try to be nice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you know, if you don't want to roll with somebody, don't roll with them, but that doesn't mean you don't show up for class still. Like you're going to get a lot out of class. Don't let your drama with another person in the gym ruin your ability to train and improve. Yeah. That's given them way too much power. Absolutely. Way too much power. Absolutely. You know, Brene Brown talked a lot about the like story you make up in your head. Mm-hmm. And that's helped me in so many aspects of life. Yeah. Where I'm like, you know, the the story I'm making up is that they're mad at me because of this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It just spirals. Yeah. And if I just said, hey, are you mad at me from this? And they're like, no, not at all. I, I'm no, just but you a did. Bad day. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, you know, but it just, you know opening up that line of conversation and just allowing it to be like, oh my God, I thought you were mad at me for the last like month. Yeah. And they're like, no, I'm just going through a lot at home or, you know, like anything. Yeah. So, you know, I still do it all the time where I start to make up the story, like, man, maybe this person's mad at me because I missed a class or something, you know, like, <laughs> and they're like, no, you, you're allowed to take a night off. It's fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just stupid stuff like that. So having the conversation is important. Yeah, I think so. So to wrap this up, three main things that you would do. Uh, don't engage in gossip. Okay. Okay. So if you hear it, shut it down. Mm-hmm. That's in the same aspect. I'm keeping that as number one. Yeah. Keep conversation lines open. Mm-hmm. So that, w- that would be number two. And then train. Like just come in and train. Don't allow somebody else to be the thief of your joy. Yeah. Or, you know, take away from you your training spot. Mm-hmm. Come in and train, get better. Don't drill with that person if you don't want to. Don't roll with that person if you don't want to. And if it's something your coach is forcing, like they're making you switch and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, definitely have a conversation with the coach. Hey, I'm not comfortable with this person right now. Yeah. I know they're really mad at me and they're going to try and beat the 
you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> be the crap out of me. So, um, and that I've had messages about that too, where people were really nervous that somebody was going to mm-hmm. put it on them because yeah. they were mad. And so, yeah. Do you think that this thing, do you think it's cyclical? Do you think it sometimes just works itself out? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it all is going to ebb and flow. Sometimes it works itself out. Sometimes, sometimes the working itself out is that somebody just decides to leave the gym yeah. and then suddenly everything's better. Um, I mean, really? Yeah. And you know, whenever you have this feeling of huge loss, you know, like whether it's just somehow over the summer, a lot of people stop training or around the holidays or whatever it is, but you suddenly feel this you know, we went from having a dozen students to having two in class, then just work your butt off to build it back up. Yeah. Like just make sure you're bringing in new people and you're starting to build them up. And, you know, there's a lot of gyms where the women's only classes, the high ranks don't come. Mm -hmm. And I think having individual conversations with them about why it would be good for them to come is helpful. But, you know, if they don't, if once they get their blue, they stop coming, well, then you need more white belts. Yeah. There you have it, friends. Yeah, it's a part of jujitsu. It just is a part of it. Yes. And it sucks. And you do get, you know, judged differently, but you just have to deal with it and push forward and know that that's part of part of being a coach and a teammate. And we just try to build each other up and know that everyone is welcome and belongs on the mats. And keep showing up. Keep showing up. All right. Speaking of showing up. Are you showing up anywhere in the real world anytime soon for any seminars, any mm-hmm. any adventures, any jujitsu adventures? Any jujitsu adventures? Well, uh, we are having a white belt camp here at the academy, uh, August twenty fifth through the twenty seventh, and it's not just white belts coming. We do have lots of blue belts signed up too, but we're doing attacks from everywhere. So I love that. It's going to be great. I'm really excited. We're doing. I have the whole basic curriculum planned out. Of course, we're, of course, yeah. We're doing mount, rear mount, side control, neon belly, guard. We're going to do sweeps. We're going to do takedowns. We're going to do competition training and game game planning and competition prep and plenty of time for live stuff and Q&A. And yeah, it's going to be really good. Fantastic. Where can people sign up for that? Rolemodelswanted.com. All right. Very good. Yeah. You can also find us hanging out online. We uh, have a YouTube channel. Maybe you're there watching it right now. <laughs> If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Uh, that is Beauty and the Gee Podcast. And we're also on Instagram at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. And I'm hanging out there at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman, everywhere you go. And we love hearing from you. Uh, if you're listening in Spotify, we'll have a little question that you can answer that goes along with the episode. That's really fun. People have actually been answering. That's awesome. Yeah, That's really I cool. love that. We always love getting messages from y'all. So send us a DM. Let us know if you have any questions that you want to hear answered on the podcast. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of uh, messages lately. So we've started a note of all the different subjects we want Finally. to cover. Yeah. Like know, it four only years took us four years. It. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, all right. And shout out to Lillian in Ireland that messaged us. She got a purple belt and she has been a longtime listener. So congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome. Those are the best messages to get. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Aren't they? They're very cool. Yeah. All right, friends. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you on, on the, the mat. mat or on our YouTube channel. <laughs> Well, you'll see us there. It's, well, you'll see us. We yeah. won't see you. So you can watch yeah. in your PJs. It's fine. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, what's this? Bro- Wait, but- oh, right. 
<laughs> what are the birds? <laughs> yeah, hang on. I, I've got this. I know this. Beauty and the Gee. Beauty and the Gee is a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company. And brought to you by Role Model Grappling. <laughs> we did it. That's we did awesome. it. <laughs>